So truth, we've been given all this time to rest and slow down, but I'm catching myself being stuck in the do more mentality. I'm an Enneagram 3. I love helping people. There's nothing new there. But sometimes as an achiever, it leaves me exhausted, 100% just empty. And so in today's podcast, I'm really going to share the steps that I'm taking to overcome this idea of achieving, this mindset that I have built in me and really step back and slow down so that I'm living in my happiness, not just constantly going. Hey guys, and welcome back to Hustle to Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Deidre Weaver. I'm so grateful that you're taking time out of your day to just sit here with me, to share my heart, my words, and hopefully fill your cup. Your love, your support means more to me than you will ever, ever know. So please, enjoy, buckle up, and let's get to it. Hey guys, I'm so glad that you're back here with me. In today's podcast, we're talking all about the achiever. I don't know if you know what Enneagrams are, but it's kind of like a personality test. And it really breaks it down to show you your mindset, how you think, all the things. It's super, super cool. Definitely go check it out. There's tons of free tests you can take on Google. But specifically today, I want to talk about the achiever because um, that is me. And if you're listening to this podcast, then I'm guessing that you have in you the desire to achieve, the desire to want more, the desire to hustle, right? Like, hello, the whole name of my podcast. I created the name for a reason, though, because I realized in my desire to be the achiever, I was really losing sight of success in my life. I was kind of trapped in this constant going. I was trapped in the mindset of trying to prove myself to other people. And it was daunting and it was overwhelming and it constantly had and sometimes still has me feeling like I'm not enough. And I know this whole quarantine has really slowed down time. But for me, I've thrived. Like I'm just, I have went above and beyond and I've been able to level up like nobody's business. My creative mode is in full force. I want to be able to do more and help more. I want to be able to give more. I have hustle deep down in my blood. Like that's what I want to do. I love to work hard. I love doing something. I love to constantly be going. The the hustle, like the fun of the hustle, seeing what I can accomplish makes me feel good. 100% it is part of who I am. Sometimes, as an achiever, we can find our purpose or our worth in our accomplishments, which is great, but it also can be so incredibly detrimental because it takes us to a point where we're constantly trying to accomplish more, and when we get to that place, we're not proud of it. When we get to that place, we can't celebrate it, and we tell ourselves we're not enough, and we can have to continue to do more. Whoa. If you're an achiever, if you're an Enneagram 3, if you're a Ruby personality type, then you're probably like, yes, girl, I feel that. You keep going and going and going. And when you get to where at one point you said, this is where I will arrive. This is where I'll feel so accomplished. You get to that place and you're like, well, I mean, it's fine, but it's not enough. 
And if you're caught in that place, I really want to just slow you down and remind you it's not about getting to where you're going, okay? The goal is not to get to that finish line and then you'll be good enough because if that's what you're telling yourself, you're going to get to that finish line and you're going to say, well, that's not enough. And then you're going to have to keep going. And I'm all here for leveling up. I'm all here to cheer you on. I'm all here to say, yes, girl, keep going. But at some point, you really, really have to slow down and you have to learn to enjoy the process. The thing that I see most in achievers, in people who want to do more, is that they are constantly downgrading the work that they are doing. We can list all the things that we are doing and then say, damn, we suck, right? Like, how terrible is that? That you look back on what you're doing and you feel so mad at yourself. You feel so disappointed. You feel so upset and you're like, I'm not good enough. Sister, you are good enough and look at what you're doing too many times those things that we are doing gets downplayed. The things that we're doing isn't appreciated. I want you to stop checking the damn boxes and I want you to enjoy this process. I want you to be proud of yourself every step of the way. I know you don't want to rest. I know that doesn't feel like it blesses you. I know you want to constantly be going, 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 proving yourself to the world, but I need you to slow down. Because when you're in that phase, you're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to say, so what? For what? What did I actually do? You're going to be disappointed in yourself because you never taught yourself how to celebrate the small wins, how to enjoy the journey. And so right now, I really want to dive into things that I have tangibly done and that I am continuing to do to really celebrate who I am, celebrate myself and recognize that I am worthy right now in this moment and remind myself that I have nothing to prove. For example, it's about setting a water goal of drinking 100 ounces. And then the achiever mindset is, oh yeah, I'm going to drink 125. And then when you don't get to 125 and you only hit 100 ounces, you tear yourself up. Anybody else? Because that's how I am. But if I can set a goal of 100 ounces and I can make it to 90 and I, I can say, wow, only 90 ounces is definitely not to my goal, but... It's so much better than I did yesterday. And really embracing that and saying, all right, I'm going to go for five more tomorrow. That is where that mindset flip happens. The first thing for me is lots of personal development. I know you're probably like, okay, I'm already listening to personal development. But I mean, really, I really, really, really want you to dig into personal development Listen to it. Read it every single day. Books like The Compound Effects or The Slight Edge really put into perspective just how much the baby steps matter. It really has given me kind of like that slight edge for my own actions. The slight edge to really enjoy the journey. Realizing that the little things compound over time to create who I am. So that when I set a big goal, it's not about getting to that big goal. It's about really taking it one day at a time, one step at a time, giving myself the grace to show up over and over and over again. And then over time, I will be able to be proud of the work that I've done. I'll be able to look back and say, wow, look at all the hard shit you went through. 
But you see, it's not built into my DNA like that. It really has taken time for me to reframe my think work, to reframe my mind and and the things that I tell myself every single day. We work so hard to prove our worth, 100% hands down. But if you can set small rewards for the little things that you're doing, you're going to feel so much better. It's like little bitty celebrations all day long. So maybe we can go off of the last tip. We could go off those three things that we're doing and celebrating. You can set a small reward as your celebration. So for for me, it could be going on a walk, right? That's a reward. It could be laying in my hammock for 20 minutes. That's a reward. When I get that thing done, I get to do something that genuinely fills my heart. Set small rewards to celebrate yourself, all right? So that's tip number three, setting small rewards. Number four, creating a routine without multitasking. Yeah, I said the word multitasking. As an achiever, I know you. And girl, this is me calling you out. Stop trying to do all the damn things. When you are trying to do five different things at once, guess what? I'm just going to tough love you right now. You're sucking at them all. 100%. If you're trying to answer your messages and pay attention to your kid and cook supper and do the dishes and listen to that podcast, you are failing at every single one of those things. Why? Because you're not giving them your full attention. You're ignoring your kids because you're trying to answer this person and you're trying to listen to what's being played on the, on the radio. Like just, it doesn't work like that. You're not answering your client properly and you're giving them a half-ass response because your food is burning, because you're trying to do these dishes, you cannot chase two rabbits. You can't do more than one thing. So I really, really need you to create some sort of routine that works for you. And I'm not saying do the same thing that I do. What I'm saying is, does time blocking work? Is it better for you to know that you do your cleaning at the end of the day or you do your podcast at the beginning of the day? Is it good for you to have set times? Is it good for you to go by timers where you set 20 minutes and you're focusing on this thing and you go and get it done? What works for you? And also, you overachiever, ask for help, dang it. Stop taking on everything at once. Delegate activities to other people for these routines. What does it mean? Does it mean you as a family tackle the laundry after breakfast? All right, then get your kids involved and do it together. It's important for you to stop saying yes to all the little tasks that really won't make you feel worthy and start asking for help. So create those routines without multitasking and ask your family, ask your friends, hire a freaking nanny. I don't care. Don't take on these tasks that are so meaningless just so you can try and do it all at once. When you can flip that mindset and look back and say, wow, I did way better than I did yesterday. Good job, girl. Like pat yourself on the back. That's when you're going to notice these changes. That's when you're going to learn that you're able to accept yourself a little bit more. So personal development, hands down, number one help for me. The second thing, I live for to-do lists. I love getting a list of things done. I love feeling productive. I love doing, doing, doing. Like that's, it's just part of who I am, right? I love it. To-do lists make me feel organized. They show me what I have to do and then I love checking them off and being able to be proud of that. However, sometimes if you make an overwhelming to-do list and at the end of the day, you've checked off 10 things of your 20 list, 
as an achiever, you're like, cool, you suck, right? Anyone else? Anyone else feel that? I want to tell you to stop being so mean to yourself. One thing that works for me is when I make my to-do list, I'll put it all down there just so I have it, so I don't lose it, so I don't forget anything. But then I pick out my top three things, the three things I need to do today, right now, get them done so that I can be proud. And I make sure that when I get those done, I celebrate. I don't care what it is, whether it's calling a friend and just like cheering me on, whether I'm making a story on my Instagram being like, look at what I did, whether I'm having a dance party in my kitchen, whether I'm giving my kids big hugs, I celebrate the fact that I did it. And I think that right there can be so incredibly powerful. When we can stop worrying about everything that we have to do and instead focusing on a few and being proud of yourself when you get them done, you will feel so much better. So sister, right now, pick three things. What three things do you want to accomplish by the end of this day? And what are you doing to celebrate it? Now the third thing kind of ties into that. Creating small rewards for yourself. As an achiever, your reward really is kind of like the accolades, the the recognition, feeling like you matter, right? That's kind of the thing. But I need you to schedule unplugged time For me, what I do is every Sunday I sit down and I say, okay, when's my date night? Okay, when's my family time? Okay, when is me time? And when you schedule those, I need you to stick to it. Put your phone in a drawer, put it in a safe, hide it. I don't care. Stick to this time because this is the time that matters. Not only will you be able to dedicate it to yourself or to your kids or to your spouse, but it will help you come back feeling refreshed. It will help you get that brain pause that you need so that you can come back to your work elevated, refreshed, and feeling good. It will give you the chance to step away and come back with fresh eyes. So schedule the unplug time and freaking stick to it. All right, the next thing, number five, this might ruffle some feathers, but it's because it's one of the hardest things for me to do. Schedule unplugged time. Whoa, I said it. I need you literally to schedule time away from your devices, time away from giving to other people, time with your family. Sister, I know you have big goals. I know you're working your ass off, but if you're working so hard that you're ignoring your family and your husband and your friends, what are you actually working for? Is it going to be worth it at the end of the day if you lose everything in the process? Truth freaking bomb. I want that to matter to you. I want it to mean something. I want it to make you think about how hard you're working. I'm here for the hustle. I'm proud of you. I'm cheering you on. But don't you dare lose everything that you're fighting for because you're too overwhelmed with your work because you're too deep that you can't see your family needs you. So I want to challenge you to schedule unplugged time. Does it mean that after breakfast you take an hour and you sit with your kids? Does it mean that after 4 p.m. you are unplugged for three hours while you do your family thing? I don't know what it looks like. Okay six for me this is kind of another mindset thing but affirmations. 
I know some people are like, oh, that's wooey. That's weird. I can't set affirmations if I don't believe in them. But honestly, if you can start believing in yourself, everything is going to change. So you truthfully want to set affirmations that empower you to become better, that can allow you to start believing in yourself and know your worth. For me, the first affirmation and thing that I tell myself daily is that I am enough because damn it, I am. I'm enough right here, right now. Some other affirmations that I love to use is I enjoy rest. I love rest and the way that it revives me. Whoa. That one's super, super powerful for the achiever in me because it really takes away the idea that rest means that I'm slowing down. That rest means that I'm being lazy because a lot of the times when I'm resting, that's what I tell myself. Oh my gosh, your to-do list is so long. Like you have all this to do. Why are you being so lazy? But when I can reframe that mindset and instead put a powerful affirmation behind it of rest revives me, rest makes me feel better. Gosh, I can enjoy those 20 minutes, 30 minutes, the hour to truly fill my cup. And so I want you to think of affirmations that are going to empower you. Affirmations that you need to remind yourself that you're worthy, that you matter, that your happiness is what you're fighting for. Another thing that I like to do is I like to repeat what I have done. So I really stop myself in looking for validation from the outside, from being recognized by other people because... (laughs) As a stay-at-home mom, let's just real talk real quick. As a stay-at-home mom, I do so freaking much. I cook, I clean, I chauffeur, I pick up, I, I go get this and that, and I get the groceries and all the things. Like, I have a list of things that I could do. As an achiever, I want someone to say, wow, you are doing an amazing job. Oh my gosh, thank you for this, right? Like, I want people to recognize my hard work because when they don't, I feel like I'm working for nothing. When they don't, I feel totally unloved and unwanted and underappreciated. But let's be real. My four-year-old is not going to be like, oh my gosh, mom, you're doing so awesome. Why? Because, I mean, he he doesn't recognize that. That's just what mom does, right? And I realized at some point that I had to stop looking outside myself for that validation. And I had to start recognizing me and being proud of me. So how I do that is I genuinely repeat what I've done. So when I'm feeling super overwhelmed or or like super underaccomplished, I'm like, all right, let's sit down. It's time to think. What have you done today? What are you proud of today? And I say it out loud. I write it all down. Whatever it is, I check myself. And then I celebrate my damn self. I'm like, girl, I know you're having a crappy day. I know you don't feel loved right now, but look at what you're doing. And I pat myself on the back. Why? Because true validation, true acceptance comes from the inside. And if you're putting your worth in other people's hands, you will never feel that. Now is the time that you stand up and you realize that you are worthy in this moment. Recognize what you've done, girl, because you are freaking amazing. The next tip that I would give you is really to ask yourself, what are you trying to prove? And I know that can be kind of a tough question and kind of like, excuse me, but I had to ask myself that. When I was constantly wanting to run on my hamster wheel and do more, do more, do more, I genuinely had to sit down and say, dude, what are you trying to prove? And who are you trying to prove it to? 
when I realized that I was trying to prove that I was worthy and I was trying to prove it to the world, it was the gut check that I needed. Wow, that I didn't think that I was worthy enough. Hello, it's the achiever in me. But it goes back to the last thing, looking for that outside validation. And I don't think that it's bad to look for that. I don't think that it's bad to feel worthy. I don't think that it's bad to want to impress others. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that you have nothing to prove. What I'm saying is that you are enough right now. And when you can recognize what you're trying to prove and to who you're trying to prove, that's really going to bring up the actual root issue and the real reason you're, tr- you're hustling so hard so that you can face it yourself. When you can do this, you will feel 1,000 times better. What I need you to do is I need you to redefine success. A lot of the times as achievers, we think success is getting more done. We think success is hustling. We find joy in what we accomplish. But I need you to ask yourself, is having more money, is having a bigger house, is having that job title really going to make you feel worthy? Is it at the end of the day going to be the you get to that and you're like, wow, look at what I've done? Because I'm guessing not. So for me, I really had to redefine what success was for me because I was looking at all these successful people and like, look at what she's done. Look at what she's done. And then I realized I was chasing down their goals when it's not anything that I wanted. So for me, I had to ask myself, what at the end of your life, if you get to the end of your life and you're like, I did it. Look at, look at what I've created. Look at how I lived. I'm so proud. What does success look like for me in those shoes? And for me... It was leaving behind a legacy. It was creating something for my kids, something for them to be proud of, something for them to look back and say, look at what my mom did. Look at what she taught me. So that you can really step back and say, okay, that may not be right, but this is what I can do and this is how I can start going down the right path of feeling like I matter. Actually proving to myself that I'm worthy versus trying to show up for the world and people who don't actually care slash matter, right? Like I don't want you to live your life to impress other people. I want you to live your life because it makes you feel good because it brings you happiness and joy. Now, my last tip and the thing that genuinely has helped me the most, success to me is those memories with my children. It's being able to go on vacations and being able to smile and make memories. Success is truly like when I'm sitting in my success pants, I'm looking back and I am loving my life so much. I've created something worth fighting for. I get to smile and love the people around me. I feel worthy. I get to relax. I really get to live life at a slow pace, which is insane to me because hello, I'm an achiever. I hustle so hard, but I realize I hustle so hard for a simple life. I hustle so hard so that I don't have to worry. When I could define my success as being genuinely happy, it allowed me to lift the expectations of hustle and instead say, all right, If happiness equals success to you, what will make you happy? And that was when I could start really realizing that checking other people's boxes of what success meant to them was not the same for me. And that instead, these were the things that I needed to do to create my happiness, which in the end would turn into my success. I would feel 
so much better. So I really want you to stop right now and think about what does success look like for you? And if it is cars and money and the fancy labels, why does it matter? I want you to dig so deep into this. You are disturbed about your answer. I want it to matter to you. I want to know at the end of your life when you're sitting in your success pants, what is it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? Are you going to be proud of yourself? Are you going to feel worthy? Are you going to feel like you matter? Because if you're hustling your life away and you're checking boxes left and right and you still don't feel like you made a difference or you still don't feel like you matter or you're worthy, what kind of life is that to live? Whew, I know. Today's podcast was a little deep, and I know for you other achievers out there that this is really going to shake you, but I want to really challenge that hustle mindset, and I really want to challenge what you're fighting for. I'm here for the hustle. I'm here to level up beside you, but I want to make sure it's for the right reasons. I want to make sure you're doing the things that you need to create your happiness. I want you to realize that rest is not a bad thing. I want you to know that you have to take care of your heart and your peace so that you can be the person that you want to be, so that you can achieve more. Sometimes we think staying busy is going to be the thing that's going to get us there. Girl, that is a lie. I need you to know that in order to show up as the person you want to be, in order to show up as the best version of you, it means rest. And I don't mean you're sitting there working on the couch. What I mean is that you're sitting there doing something that makes you happy, that you have work put away, and you're doing things that you need to fill your cup. Stop hustling to prove yourself. Start hustling for things that you love. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Hustle to Happiness podcast. If this episode spoke to you, please pause right here and take a screenshot. Go share it on your social media and be sure to tag me. Seeing how my voice, my words, and my heart has lifted you up and inspired you really means the most to me. And if you can do me a favor, write a review. Let other people know what you think of this podcast. Now go hustle to your happiness. Hey girl, I'm so excited because I'm doing something I've never done before. Normally my focus is health and fitness, but I found a need for other people to help overcome their mindset and really empower themselves to live a happier, healthier life. And I thought, why not offer that to you? So I'm super freaking pumped to announce my very first group called Mindset Matters. This will be a four-week course where we just dig in and I give you simple baby steps that have helped me in my life really overcome my low confidence, my negative self-talk, and really empower me to live a happier, healthier life. Empower me to believe in myself. Empower me to overcome my anxiety, my fears, and really own who I am. I want to do that for you. So if this is something that you're interested in, head over to my website, www.deidraweaver.com, and click the tab, Let's Get Fit. 
from there, go ahead and click the button that says Mindset Matters. That will bring you to the page where we will lean in, be there for each other, and learn together. I can't wait to master our mindsets together.